0: Okay, six-pack discussions with Jared Jones and Cody Willis. What are we talking about today, Jared?
1: Yeah, so we kind of teased it last episode a little bit, and uh, we wanted to dive into voter ID. It's getting a little bit of press um, as of late. So unfortunately, or or fortunately, no, unfortunately, uh, it's becoming a little too synonymous with racism if you want to enforce voter ID laws. And, And for that, I really don't understand yeah um, you and I we, we kind of dove into the research a little bit and uh, we're gonna kind of discuss a, a few reasons why maybe we do or don't think voter ID is racist
0: yeah and I think um, I think maybe set up with a little bit of uh, background and then we'll go through some fun stuff I think and mean, you both have some a little bit yeah little, some fun ideas here but a little bit of background voter ID is essentially requesting some type of identification when you vote. That's how simple it is, right? So, hey, Mr. Jared Jones, uh, you're going to vote today in the local election, state election, nationwide election. Great. Um, can you prove you are Jared Jones? Because we don't want some Jared Jones showing up three times in one day, yep. doing a mail-in, and then also doing in person. We just want to make sure that we have this, lo- like, essentially when you check in at, like, a restaurant or something, that I'm going to check you off the list. You voted, and you can only do it one time. Perfect so, Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: also, you know, let's just introduce the beer. Uh, today we have St. Archer's IPA. Yep. Um, I've had this a few times, tried and true. Uh, you guys can all tell that I, I provided the beers today. So <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more in our second beer.
0: Yeah. So, uh, in general, background for uh, ID laws for voting, it's kind of all over the place. I don't know if you came across this, but uh, each straight Each state gets to treat this a little bit differently. Just a little bit. Um, So what I had is about 20 states um, currently require some type of photo ID, um, meaning normally like a driver's license or, or something else that is a government issued ID to be able to vote. You have—and uh, and this includes states. You know, everybody's probably going to think that these are states like Mississippi, Alabama, Texas, Texas. Georgia, but yeah. guess what? It also includes states, you know, uh, as far north as, I think, Wisconsin. Washington state's also on that list, you know. So so also Democrat and Republican states are requiring photo ID. So it's, I don't think it's a exactly party lines yep. by any means.
1: I do feel like Republicans are pushing for photo ID laws more. Correct, yeah, yeah.
0: probably in the, the most recent stuff. But for historically, when it wasn't even in the okay. press or the news— Fair. Fair. I'll give you that. It wasn't a big deal that Washington State required it.
1: And maybe you came across something different in your research, but what I continuously were seeing is the reason for lack of voter ID enforcement is because of the cost associated with getting
0: IDs, right? Yeah, there was. And we'll get into the cost a little bit. Let me go through a couple more. Okay. Because I I didn't do too much on that, so you can definitely share about the cost. Um, so you get 20 States that require a photo ID and then Arizona, the state that we're in along with 12 other States. So a total of 13 require, uh, an ID. So not a photo ID, but some type of government uh, issued ID. Um, I I think in Arizona, we actually have like a voter ID card. Um, I I think
1: it's a bank statements as
0: well. Yep. 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 So something with essentially your name on it, um, that's government issued or it looks like a financial institution issued, um, will uh, essentially be enough to, uh, prove who you are. And then you have 17 states, so the remaining states that require no ID at all. Um, these are states like, say, California. Um, you just show up and you and you hit the buttons at the voting machine or fill out the form, and they don't really ask, you know, much more of, "Hey, are you John Doe?" Yeah. You know, it, it, yeah. you're just you just say, hey, "My name is John Doe," and you walk off. Um, they don't really have any type of um, requirements for who you are. Yeah. Right. So maybe, yeah, get into um, some of the arguments, it sounds like, um, I guess, against voter ID is the cost.
1: Yeah. So initially, I'm going to be honest here, whenever I went into this research, I was like, hey, I, I I felt like I was a pretty big proponent for voter ID, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I was, I was trying to read, you know, material for and against. Yeah, both sides. And I kept on coming across the cost of getting ID. And I was like, yeah. dang, like. Am I missing something here? I just don't remember an ID being that expensive. And yeah. and then, uh, you know, the average cost, I saw anywhere from $6 to $20 for, for a driver's license throughout the country. I was like, yeah. okay, well, that's not that much. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, well, it's not just the cost of the ID, it's, you know, the travel. Tree. Well, it's the travel, it's the potential birth certificate replacement, et cetera. So they said it could cost words of upwards of $175 to $200. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, okay, so all in cost, we are talking $225. let us go high. I was like, all right, that, that's kinda high. And then I believe The the number I kept on seeing was I believe it's eleven percent of Americans who do not uh have an ID. A photo ID. Oh, photo ID, thank Ma- you. Yeah, thank so you. Thank you, that thank you for cracking. Thank you yeah. for identifying. I was like, damn. Okay, that's a pretty good chunk. I was like, hold on. Uh, and just about that same time my, my phone started going off. I got yeah. a little text message. Got a little Google machine and looked up uh Pew Research. So it's pewresearch.org. Yeah. And I just wanted to type in what percentage of Americans own cell phones? Mm. Obviously, cell phones are incredibly expensive. And I'm not just talking smartphones. I'm talking all cell phones. Yeah. 98? Na- 97. 97. 97% of people own cell phones. Of that, eight, uh, so uh, uh, that's it's 85% own smartphones. 11% own cell phones, I'm assuming, to the tens decimal place. That's how we get to 97, guys. So, you know, fact check me. I'll gladly provide the source.
0: I think just about any phone is more than 200 bucks.
1: Exactly. That's my point. So hold on. Do, do we have a problem where it's a cost or do we have a priority problem? Bingo. You know, so you can't, you, I, you, I really wanted to go at this unbiased. I wanted to leave my bias rather at, yeah. at the research. And then whenever everyone just kept on saying, Oh, what's the cost? You're, you're, you're carving out a market.
0: Well, I think you are leaving your bias actually. You're actually, leaving, I, I tried. You're one you're taking the data and you even tried to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Like $200 is too much. Yeah. And then you're like, well, it, is it too much for something that's be a desire, a want? So I actually I think you're not you're not actually using your bias to justify your opinion, you're using the facts.
1: Yeah. Heck, it actually gets even more uh, women, and this is women of all color. I mean, it breaks it down fantastically. It talks about income level. Yep. Heck, that's actually important. Actually, for people earning less than thirty thousand, because that's that's a key demographic that we're talking about here. Let's yep. leave race, gender, all that low stuff income. out of it. low income, the lowest income under thirty thousand, still is at ninety seven percent. Yeah. For for having a cell phone. Heck, it doesn't kick up to hundred percent until you own seventy five or make over seventy five thousand sold. So let's but you bring the lowest like, the lowest percentage of income is ninety seven percent. You bring That's up
0: wild. Yeah, no it is. You bring up an interesting point. You talk about cell phones. Well let's talk about maybe where you need an ID for. And is it irrational to ask somebody to have an ID for voting if you need it to say buy certain goods, use certain services, or just generally
1: have a job. So that's actually where I get really passionate and, and actually let's call it, what it is angry. Um, whenever I get identified as a racist person because I am pro voter ID laws, because I would argue, is it racist to board an airplane in order for me to board that airplane? I need to show an ID. Well, <sighs> is it racist for me to rent a hotel room because I need a credit card and an ID on file?
0: Yeah, that's odd, right? And what about like a job? Don't you need some type of identification to even have a job? In most cases I would say most cases, yes. Right? Any type of job that you're not a independent contractor.
1: You know one thing that I really found interesting? You need an Excuse me guys. You need an ID to apply for government assistance. Like food stamps. Oh, that's really weird.
0: Yeah, I thought so too. Wait, wait. So if I want to apply for a government program, like food stamps, yes, that you need that people had to vote to enact. Yep. You need an ID. Ooh, see that's that the, was the game changer.
1: I was like, hold on, guys.
0: Yeah, no. I, I you either get both or you get none. So, so the the
1: the overarching principle on the people that are against these voter IDs is they are afraid that it will unjustly um, or disproportionately disproportionately affect certain groups. Yeah, but guys, in my opinion, here, in my opinion, I don't think these are individuals. These eleven percent of Americans now truly really give a damn about voting. Yeah, I I don't think this is a costing. I don't think this is an anti uh hispanic black whomever or a yeah, good point this is this is really just a people that heck, even people that have ids I, our, our voter turnout is abysmal honestly but well it's been going
0: up every year it's actually it's, it's, it's still bad yeah, it is but it's, it's still bad it's i think it's around 50 no, no, percent no not anymore that, Really? yeah i think we're like in the 70s now no yes wow okay cool i need that, to fact check me but i'm pretty sure we're okay that, that's now. great i didn't realize for that we we're national that for national voting
1: okay well, that's great then. That, that that wow, I'm way off then. Yeah. But all that is to say is I don't think these eleven percent of people that are truly impacted, again, we're speaking of the entire eleven percent. Of course there's onesie twosie horror stories. that yeah. can't truly can't afford a cell phone or just, you know, yes. an ID. I get that. Yep. So please don't but attack we me can't that. Focus but I, on I'm talking outliers. about the eleven percent as a whole. I think these are just people that voting's just not important to them. Heck, being a I'm sorry for saying this, a functioning adult, and we can easily go into, heck, seeing an R-rated movie, you need to
0: show an ID. Buying a pack of six, uh, a, a pack of beer. Driving a car. You need to have an ID. Driver's license. Yeah. So I'm not trying to be rude here, but I feel
1: like people that are just wanting to contribute to society, yep. you need an ID to be a
0: functioning adult. You want to go to college? You want to go to community college? I think... You know, I don't know. You want to go get a legitimate job? Yeah. I don't know of any really kind of things that I do on a daily basis. Well,
1: you know what's really interesting is what about renting or buying a house? I I mean, I know you're, you're about to be in the renter's market here shortly. I mean, surely, surely for buying a house, duh. But for renting a house, surely you would have to provide an ID, right?
0: No. Yeah, you do. You have to provide a full copy of your ID if you're a renter.
1: So honestly, I, I know you and I kind of jokingly, I feel like any activity that we do throughout the day can be at its root cause. It was caused by us having, been able to produce a photo ID. So I honestly don't know how these 11% truly function in society.
0: Yeah, they're they're doing some type of off the books work for whatever reason, right? So they're doing some contracting type work. They're doing something that they're probably not paying taxes on. I was just about to say that, yeah. Right, because if you pay taxes... Guess what? IRS, what do they need? Photo ID. Like I I don't know how many things you need to have an ID for that you pretty much just say, you know what? Voter ID is actually just part of the system.
1: I would challenge all of our listeners to tell me one act that positively impacts our society. Mm -hmm. Just one act that I can't trace back to you needing an ID to do that act.
0: Yeah, because you can't say checking into a hotel like you said. You can't say that's racist. You can't say no, boarding a flight. I'm not is trying racist. to be racist here. Yeah. I actually
1: think it's racist that you're insinuating that, that certain, certain populations yeah. are so incompetent that they can't get themselves an ID. I think you're right. That's racist. It I is. think that's f up. Honestly, I really get pissed whenever people say,
0: "Oh, well, it negatively affects." They
1: they can't get an ID. You know, they're, they're, don't expect those people to get, what? What do you mean? Yeah. Are you, are, I, that's, that's so effed up it hurts, but with their condescending tone and their judgmental. Yeah, I agree. Whenever yeah. you're looking at me thinking that I'm racist for wanting to just truly protect our democracy. Yeah. You're judging me for you just doing it in a different tone. I think you're the wrong one personally. Not, not you obviously, but I'm yeah. you in general that the people that condemn Well,
0: don't assume where I I position myself here. I haven't had a chance. Well, I guess. All right. I guess
1: I've been hogging the mic. All right, (laughs) Cody, what you got?
0: (laughs) So I think a couple of things about supporting it. So I think I kind of agree. Um, We do have kind of a, a history of a little bit of voter fraud, um, you know, locally, statewide, even national elections. There are always people that double vote. There are always people that vote in districts that they're not supposed to. One of the biggest issues in voting is people voting in states that they actually are not of residence of. So if you can imagine me voting in a state that I actually do not live in, I, I'm only allowed to vote in one state, right? My place of residence. And a lot of people vote, unfortunately in states that they're not residents of, which is a problem. So, I think if you're going to support voter ID, the real idea is, hey, everyone gets one vote. Otherwise, what are you doing? You're canceling out someone else's vote. Yep. So if I am a resident of Idaho, but I have a home in Arizona, and I come down here and vote the opposite of Jared's, who lives in Arizona, what do I do? I just cancel out Jared's yep. vote. So for the simplicity of making sure that everybody's value of their vote stays at one, you need to make sure that nobody ever votes in a district or in any type of vote, voting county um, that they shouldn't be. Now, oppositionally, though, I'm thinking of the people that are from like the ACLU. Um, I'm thinking of people that are maybe trying to protect minority groups. Okay, say it does, Jared. Say it does disproportionately affect low income uh, and minority groups. Like, you know, I think we can agree. I think it does. Those individuals, as you already stated, are disproportionately less likely to have a an ID. Right. Now, your argument is maybe they just don't want one. Yeah. Right. Maybe they just don't want an ID or maybe they're like, hey, you know what? I also don't want to vote. I don't really care. Yeah. So uh, maybe, maybe that is it. If that is actually it, if you were to question the 11%, let's say, I don't want to vote. Now, here's something that I think very odd. And this was when I was in my research. I could not find this statistic. So, you said 11% of people don't have photo IDs. Correct. Now, how many states don't need a photo ID, but just a normal ID without any type of photo on it? Oh. 13 states. Interesting. There is no statistic telling me, right, that I could find anywhere out of all of my researching I did. I could not find... How many people don't have the proper ID to vote in their given state? Mm. See how that's very different.
1: Interesting, because I, I think you know, like we already alluded to with the with the bank statement piece of mail. I think I read that
0: certain states can only require a piece of mail. Yeah, just yeah. registering the vote.
1: Yeah, that's interesting.
0: So, so say I'm in Arizona, <clears throat> I could be part of that 11, mm-hmm. and not have a photo ID. Mm-hmm. I can still vote. As long as I have a voter ID card, a birth certificate, any type of government issued ID, it doesn't have to have a photo on it, but I'm not, I'm still part of that 11%. Now I know why you kind of corrected me earlier when I didn't say photo ID. Because apparently that's where the battle is. The battle is on that. I think the number of people that can't vote is actually much less than 11%. Now
1: I understand what statistic you were saying. Let's take out the word photo from it and let's just say ID
0: hmm got it. Because it depends on which state I'm in. So 20 states require photo ID. Got okay, it. 11% matters in those states. Okay, so where do those 11% of individuals actually reside in? Are they in those states, or are they in the 13 states that don't require a photo ID, but just an ID without a photo?
1: You, you know what's so wild is, is a lot of these people, these politicians rather, they are afraid that those 11% are going to feel... Uh, suppressed, oppressed, whatever the word is there. I'd love to see the poll of of those eleven percent of those twenty million Americans. How many would honestly
0: go vote? I think if you sent them a survey right now, they would not respond to it. I I, I think honestly, probably in the nineties
1: percent wouldn't respond.
0: Yes. Yes. I think there's like, Be- because it's care. one of those things. I, well, I I'm already, busy. I have other things to do. I, I already,
1: I already tried to as unbiased as I could. I, I tried to put it in real terms. 97% the, the way the data is telling us more people have a freaking cell phone than a photo ID. So that means that they care about having a photo or a cell phone. Well, That means that their priorities are out of whack then. Yeah. You know, so um, we are kind of moving on to our second beer now. Yep. So this is, uh, as we already said, this is St. Archer out of San Diego, California. I've had this a few times. I've been to San Diego, love San Diego, probably one of my favorite cities, honestly, to visit and, uh, to vacation there. I'll, I'll let you go first, man. I, I got to pick this one. So, uh, I'll let you go first.
0: You know, I think you have the lowest, um, rating so far out of all the beers. I think you've ranked a beer the lowest. Oh, yeah. what
1: I go? I went... Um, I think you went like one, I, think I went one eight one five. No, I think I went one eight
0: okay. with uh, last week's uh, blueberry. I'm sorry, St. Archer.
1: Dude, this don't.
0: This beer is trash. Oh, you're trash, man. This beer is horrid to me. I don't know how many people I'm offending right now. We are not going to get well, sponsored I, from you guys. I can promise you one. St. Archer, you can sponsor me. I'll wear your t-shirt. <laughs> what if we had competitions of sponsorship? Dude, that'd be awesome. That'd be kind of funny. If we create that problem... That'll be fun. So St. Archer um, cool can. I like the kind of classic silver. It's simple. Classic silver, you know, with the black type, red type. Um, Let me read this off real quick here. Uh, I think Jared just introduced it real quick. St. Archer Brewing Company was founded on a unique strain of creative talent, world-class brewers, artists, and musicians. Okay, well that might kind of fun Well, I don't know That might be why it tastes like that um, <laughs> Surfers, skateboarders, and snowboarders Okay, well All coming together with the passion of commitment To express our collective true love Craft beer We hope your tastes are. Appreci- or you taste our appreciation And gratitude in every sip I do I'm going to give this a 1 Wow 1 out of 5 1.0 mm-hmm. Wow and I don't know if it can go any lower I'm kind of going Yelp reviews here 1 star Oh, so you're one of those people? Like, I wish I could give this restaurant zero stars. No, nope. no, I would have went like point five. Because Karen, they, you're the Karen. They of. make a beer that's hard to do, so I'm not going to give you a zero. Because at least you're trying. Wow. I'm sorry, dude. I don't know if I ruined it for you right now. No, you didn't ruin it. So, truthfully,
1: as as our listeners know, I'm, what is this? Our 13, 14 episode by now. We understand you're not an IPA guy. We kind of poke fun at each other yeah. whenever it's your turn to pay or yeah. you get, you know, porters and I sours. Thought, I thought
0: the last IPA was actually great. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's I true. Was actually, that is true. That I is was true. actually a fan of the last one. That is true.
0: This one, it's an IPA.
1: Truthfully, this is not the best IPA I've ever had. I, I think this is a very run in the mill I think this is – you're way off at one. I mean, honestly, yeah. I was going to say I like got three, three. No, I'm going three, one, actually. Thank you very much. So this is, a, this is an honest, honest working man's IPA. I think this is fine.
0: Okay. Well, an honest working man is not drinking an IPA. I know I'm not. Well, so. I am, so. Okay. You ain't working for long with a <laughs> 7.0. That is true. They, they
1: are proud of their Woo. of their ABV content there. So So um,
0: shout out to them, of course, St. Archer, not trying to throw shade your guys' way because you do have a cool can, and I'm sure there are plenty of people that and, love this beer.
1: And I bet they have cool t-shirts if they ever want to sponsor us. So. Um, so anyways, you know, as I was getting down this, because I really wasn't trying to be pessimistic here. No. I really wasn't. I wanted to go on it completely Open-minded. neutral. But I started getting really pissed about this whole voter ID stuff around April. April of 2021. And the reason why is... Like five months ago. Kind you're, of like. you're a baseball guy. Yeah. You may remember the MLB All-Star game... Got moved. Got pulled. It let's, let's, yeah, got pulled. It was already slotted for Atlanta, Georgia. Got pulled to move to Colorado. Because of Georgia new voter ID laws. Doesn't Colorado have the same laws? Hold on. You're kind of stealing my punchline. I'm sorry, bro. Thank you. Oh my gosh. No, no, no. Don't worry, listeners. I got some statistics and you're like, Jared, shut his ass up. You're going to save me, right? This really reminds me of almost the COVID what's wronger. You know, if if you're not going to be okay with X, then you can't be okay with X times two in a different venue. It was very similar around the same language, right? So first of all, before I get into the real statistics, I just want to talk about the economic impact that an MLB All-Star game can have. Oh, it's probably and, all, like hundreds of millions of dollars? That's on the restaurants. That's on the hotel. That's on the, all the, the event. I mean- Big money.
0: It's like an NFL or like a-, like a uh,
1: Pro Bowl. Yeah. It can be. So we're talking the spectrum, uh, granted this is from 1996, on the low end and we're talking about in the low end is Cleveland, Ohio. So oh, obviously yeah. not a lot of, it's not sexy to it's, go to yeah. Cleveland, Ohio. So that's that's around 37 million. Okay. So decent for, for we're talking a weekend. Okay. What's the top end? What the top end, top end is 191 like, yeah. million. Yeah. There's like a Phoenix so or Atlanta, a, a LA. Uh, New York. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right on the line there. So we're talking, Atlanta is a big city. I think realistically could have generated a hundred plus million yeah. economic weekend. Economic economic deal. impact on the weekend.
0: Huge. Okay.
1: But because of certain laws that were just put in place around this voter ID, it was pulled from them. And they went to? So as Cody already kind of stole my thunder oh, on shit. this one. Denver. Unfortunately, I was like, okay, well, maybe maybe the MLB for whatever reason they wanted to take a stand because of you know the way they interpret these statistics, the way they interpret this data, and hey, yeah. that's a great, great freaking thing about this country. You yeah. can interpret however you want and that's your freedom and I, Freaking love it, and I would love to have a conversation with you. Love it. It's, it's, it's honestly what makes America America. Yeah, you can make your own decisions. But then <laughs> I went to vote.org because I wanted to understand the Colorado laws because it was taken from Atlanta and moved to Denver. I was like, well, surely Colorado voting easier. laws has to be in line with the MLB's newfound stance. Or, I'm going to read uh, directly from vote.org with Colorado's voting laws If you are voting in person in Colorado, you will need to provide a valid form of ID at the time you vote.
0: That's the exact same thing that they were looking for in Georgia.
1: Oh my gosh. So then I was like, okay, well, maybe they were trying to better support the African American community. Because for whatever reason, this is completely centered around them. For, you know, as we were just talking about in our first beer you know, we're, we're trying to marginalize. I think it's wrong, but I feel like that's what the media is trying to play. So I was like, hey, maybe Denver has a higher African-American population. How, so
0: then I went to the census.gov. Wait, wait, stop even there. Let How me many businesses are probably owned in Atlanta by African-Americans too? It's probably a huge business sect for that group. Likely. The statistics would support that, Cody. Do you know
1: what the percentage of African-Americans are in Atlanta, Georgia? I'm going to go 60-40. Little off, fifty-one percent African American. Oh, oh my, yeah. Over I was like, dang. So, as you guys know, you know, I, I lived in Colorado for about eight years what's, now. I went to college out what's there, Denver,
0: five six like, percent.
1: Dang, Denver. I don't think you guys can really beat fifty-one no. percent. Not even close. Nine point two percent. So we already talked about the economic impact that this MLB game could have. You just alluded to the black-owned businesses. What about the employees of yeah. those businesses? Yes. We talked about the job security potentially that that $100 oh, million dollar figure could have had on the city of Atlanta. But for whatever reason, despite them having the same freaking rules, rules around voting, you decided to take it out of Atlanta and put it in Denver. You essentially took,
0: let's just say, $100 million in uh, MLB. That's a conservative, realistic amount. So let's say $51 million of those dollars go into the black community. Because that's how love many it. people. I are. love how you're putting it in dollars. Right. Yes. You just took fifty-one million dollars. Yep. Out of the black community in Atlanta. Yep. And you said, okay, let's shift that fifty-one million dollars for Black Americans to the nice white suburbs of Denver. Yep. And not, not it's not fifty-one because I get it, there's some black-owned businesses there. Oh yeah. Right. Well, let's just let's Continue say nine percent. Let's use nine percent. So guess what? Now we're at a nice lofty forty-two percent. Yep. Of revenue from the businesses in Atlanta that was gonna to go to black Americans, black owned businesses, was now shifted to white people in Denver. Yep. So with all of the ideas of fixing the problem, you the rules are the you exact literally same. shifted more Money. wealth yes. to white families.
1: Thinking that you're doing a good thing. <sighs> I mean, this this it's really frustrating. It pissed it's, 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 it's me off frustrating. because people literally celebrated this act. The MLB was truly put on a pedestal for like, wow, you really stand for, you know, hey, you're really just trying to understand how everyone needs to vote. This is the Democrat. Uh, this is how Democrat. Oh, my gosh. This is a democracy. Process. Yeah. Democratic process. Democracy works. This
0: is great. MLB, awesome. But then all of a sudden you peel that back. You peel one that onion. One freaking layer. It's wokeism. That is wokeism right there. It looks good. Surface level. But if you dive into deeper, that's a problem, Cody. I that's like, a I, like I like that research you did there to figure that out though. Cause that's pretty neat. And not a lot of people figure that out. That's actually cool. Well, it's cool that we now know the problem. So hopefully it doesn't happen again. I know we're not in control. It, of it this. just is
1: sickening because honestly, Atlanta, huge city, huge African American population. It could have done Wonders. Wonders. Could you imagine to a small business what a potential of what a small sliver of a $100 million pie is?
0: Oh, my gosh. That makes your year. That makes your decade. That makes your freaking decade if you capture it properly. Yeah, that's why they won the bid for the All-Star. It's just like having the Olympics in your city, right? You have to bid. You have to say, hey, we're going to do X, Y, Z. They probably already lost money building up to that point, right? Because they're like, hey, we're going to build up an extra location. We're going to hire an extra staff. So not only are we saying that there's lost revenue. I guarantee some of those black-owned businesses in Atlanta also lost in extra expenses because they were building up their staff to meet demand.
1: So, I'm with you 100%. You're, you're probably, I wish you weren't, but you're probably spot on.
0: <sighs> this is frustrating.
1: No, it, it's frustrating because of the way the media spends it. It They spun it like MLB was doing good. Hey, good on you. You shifted to Denver. Okay. It, it's not right. It's not it's not, But, yeah, I actually got pretty angry actually doing the research. I,
0: I'll leave it at that, minute. So, What you got? No, so a couple things. Maybe I wanted to bounce some ideas off of you and see if I was um, misinterpreting or maybe not understanding. So um, do you think, uh, say we had voter ID across the table. It was easy. Everybody just showed up with a photo ID. Do you think there would be any type of um, individuals that would have like the lack of confidence in the election. If, if 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 we could say, hey, you know what, everybody in the election showed up at the uh, booth or or voted by mail if you need to or whatever it may be, but they had a vote uh, a photo ID.
1: I'm assuming you were looking at Ballotpedia.org.
0: Yeah, I'm wondering. Yeah, what, I, what my, you think? one of my
1: favorite quotes was, and I'm going to quote Ballotpedia.org, a reliable yeah. source. Voter ID increases the public's confidence in election results, an essential element. In a stable democracy. Yeah, what do you think? You, Why wouldn't you want that? Man, that's what Why I wouldn't you want, I'm regardless thinking, yeah. of political affiliation? Because I feel like we try to do a pretty damn good job of remaining neutral. Yeah. Regardless if it's going to be Joe Biden, Donald Trump, or freaking Cody Willis here in, you know, whenever you become eligible. What? 12 years? Five more years. Five more years? I think it's 35 or something. I couldn't remember if it was 35 or 42. Whatever. But you get my point. I yeah. don't care who you support. Yeah, everyone Why should just you be like, want, yeah, that's what hey, the answer is. That's as long as our democratic process is cherished, honored, practiced. Secure. Secured. Thank
0: you. That's a prime word. Secured. Yeah. I, feel I like don't the, care who wins, as long as it's as, yeah. as long as it's right. Yeah, because I feel like then there's no there's no ifs there's no buts you know not all the excuses I hate. Oh excuses. gosh,
1: regardless of party, man, I hate just the like excuses. in November of what sixteen? Yes, exactly or the thing. or December of twenty. Shut up! Oh
0: my gosh, it I makes me sick. So these crybabies on either side. Yes. So I like it if we just all said, okay, guys, guess what? Everybody checked the box next to so and so's name. Yep, and they also showed their ID. It's one vote, one person, one checkbox.
1: And I'll tell you what, what's not helping is the continued separation, intentional separation. Whether in December of 16 or December of 20, whenever you have F Donald Trump or F Joe Biden.
0: I don't like that either. That's not helping. I don't like that.
1: You know, I'll never understand why any individual will ever root against your president. You may not agree with them, you but would why own. would you ever want them yeah. to fail? Yeah. Why? yeah. why? That's literally like saying, oh, man, I hope this pilot crashes my plane. I hope this, <laughs> this captain crashes an iceberg. Oh, yeah. That'd be yeah, awesome. No, I can swim now. good. You just sound dumb. You do. You may not agree with them. Yeah. But why wouldn't you want to at least put your best foot forward? Hey, yeah. if you didn't vote, that should motivate you to vote? Yes. Because if you don't vote, you should never open your mouth to nope. complain. 100%. 100%. Yeah. That that's I will shut you up right then and there. If you don't vote, you don't bitch.
0: No, I, I agree with that. Okay, so confidence of voting, we both kind of agree it would increase. Uh, I think the confidence in the election process. Regardless, of, that should be Right. Okay, good, good, good. That should, we, that should be right, a political yeah. argument. Yeah. Um so what do you what do you think about the voting ID and like mail versus in person? So I know it's it's a little bit off topic a little bit but but I don't think that in person versus mail in voting devotes a whole podcast or whole episode. Nope, absolutely it not. It doesn't. So I just want to know because I've done it both ways, right? I've done the uh, the little envelope and you sign it on the outside, send it in, and then I do like going in person though because it's kind of fun. Like you go there, it's like a neat thing. You spend thirty minutes in line, yep. you talk to other people. I like doing that. So normally, in when you're when you're in person, you have your ID and you actually vote in person. And and you do the whole thing where they check your ID. Great. Now with mail in, you just kind of sign. Now here's an interesting story, an anecdote for myself. That's us it. Um, I think it was two, maybe four years ago. So it was either in the 2016 or 2018 election here in Arizona. I actually went and I I, I did the mail in ballot. I was traveling or whatever it may be, so I mailed it in. Great. So they call me up election night which is interesting like so i got a random phone call okay and i'm like this is i always answer random phone calls for well, this reason I would say you have to for work too yeah for this for this reason right because i don't know who's calling me and it could be business it could be like a real thing i love answering surveys and stuff right oh i know you i know.
1: know We'll we'll get into that
0: later yeah but <laughs> so um hey cody willis um this is so and so with the um arizona election board just wanted to um, make sure that your vote that you cast is truly you. I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions that only you would know. Blah blah blah. Interesting. Very. It almost seems like she's like. Just so you know, um, here's a couple of things just to kind of guarantee I am with the years. I, I was gonna say, you know, almost a. Uh, mm-hmm. So she provided I Realize it's not a phishing example. Yeah. So good. she f- she provided me with details that only I would know. Good. Which is good, right? Okay, great. Super secure feeling. So she went ahead and said, okay, well, hey, I have a signature here that does not match our signature on file with you. Makes sense. What? Well, they have my signature because of my driver's license. That's awesome. Right? She's like, hey. To, to know that level of effort, though, that's Exactly. Cool. And I'm like, actually, that makes sense because my driver's license has a- You were 16. I was 16. 15 and a half, actually, when I got oh, my- Oh, yeah. Get yeah. part for your permit. Yeah. yeah. So that signature does not match my current signature. I was like, well, you are correct, ma'am. That is not the exact same signature I have now that I am 28 years old, 10 years later. Yep. So, great. Um, she's like, I'm gonna go ahead and ask you a couple of questions um, about you know, your document here that I'm looking at that should match you. So she went ahead and asked. So she's like, okay, Cody Willis, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, confirm that this is your vote. And we're gonna go ahead and submit this for, you know, actual accounting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like, after that happened, I was like so proud. I was like, man, that is so cool. Just our, puts that much reinforcing oh, in the, yeah. our de- democratic system. My That's little, awesome. my, my little count of my vote mattered. You mattered, yeah. Exactly. Cool. Right? And I'm thinking, ever since that happened to me, I don't know if that was like an it's, it's never happened to me. Yeah. Well, that means that maybe your signature is still the same as 16, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was thinking that is a big deal to me. Why would would anybody be mad if they got that phone call? No. I would hope not. Everyone would be like, why? Well, thank thank you. Thank you for confirming that I am who I am and counting my vote. You know, you know that's
1: awesome. And I love how you just kind of concluded that, that little segment there on would anyone be mad? And, and my answer, honestly, was I hope not. Yeah. Because that means that our system is working. Bingo. Whoever you voted for may not have won, may have won. Yep. Cool, but you know you contributed. You voiced your opinion. Correct. You were heard. Yep. Regardless in any, whether it's a vote, whether it's an argument, whether it's a problem at work. You just want to be heard. Mm -hmm. And that's a great thing about America. Yep. Is you just want to make sure that the people that are eligible to be heard are. And I want to emphasize the people that are eligible, the legal voters in this country. Because certain people, whether they've committed a felony or whether they're not legitimate citizens, do not have that right that we Americans, you and I, we're very fortunate to live in the greatest country on the world, in the world,
0: to do. Oh, yeah. We are unfathomably fortunate to and, be able to do this.
1: And it just really angers me how we have almost politicized this fantastic system that we have.
0: So one thing you didn't mention when, oh, let's hear it, man. when you were talking about the uh, dollar amounts of IDs. What I miss. So you said it could, you know, cost, you know, between eight and twenty dollars per ID, and of course there's yes. some additional cost possibly. And I, I think,
1: think I went all in high two twenty five.
0: Yeah. I, I forgot to mention this. Most states, I think, not all, if not all of the seventeen, uh, or sorry, the twenty that require a photo ID, mm-hmm. will actually cover your cost of your ID.
1: Oh, so that's interesting because my research came across a lot of states. If you're 65 and older, they'll cover it. Mm. So, what did you come across?
0: I, I found out if you're if you're a senior, you get your, or if you can provide that you can't cover the cost. Oh, okay. So if you're like on any type of so federal So you program, just
1: eliminated the, the cost income. barrier.
0: Bingo. Well, except for the travel cost and maybe some of the documentation cost, yeah. which I did find out that there is about 7% of Americans that do not have any type of citizen document. They cannot provide that they are a citizen of the U.S. Hmm. Now it's not, you know, let's say the traditional ind- individuals that you may be thinking of. Um, somebody that comes across the border illegally, somebody that may be staying over their visa. This is just an American that was born in Missouri or, say, Oklahoma or in the middle of a Wisconsin. And they just, their parents maybe died and they never got their birth certificate. Birth certificate. Or, they yeah. never got their social security card. Or got to be a bit of house fire. Or exactly, yeah. right? So there, there is a 7% of extreme individuals that do not have any type of documents. So they would need to go to their local... Um, I don't know where you guys, uh, counter, county recorder's office probably. Maybe. I, I know whenever you get married, you have to go to this place. Your your wife does. Oh my gosh, we just went in January. I can't yeah. remember where we went.
1: So you got to go to this place. You, you know what's actually funny is, so I kind of want to most start making full circle around here. I know yeah. we're moving under our third beer here. Cody's babysitting a second. Don't oh. worry guys. Oh, oh, is he about to crack? Wow. Um, no, but uh, in all seriousness, you know, I know we started talking about early on. Right now, voter ID or you know photo ID is getting labeled. If you're pro photo ID, you are labeled as a racist. Yeah, and if that is the case, then so is Harkins and AMC movie theaters for rated R movies. So is getting married. Married is now being racist. It, It it it's so many parallels to our what's wronger from COVID. It hurts. This should not be a political issue. This should not be a Democrat-Republic issue. This is this is American. You want confidence in your political system. Because whether we're in December of 2016 or December of 2020, both parties introduced a lot of doubt.
0: Yeah. Wait. And I don't
1: like that. Regardless of my political affiliation, and I yeah. hope my listeners don't know because that's not the point of this, this podcast. Yeah. I don't want... Any doubt on who's leading our country?
0: No, it should be easy. As okay, we are going to make a transition, and guess what? Let's let's buckle up. We're going to figure this out for the next four years. Yeah, I want to support him for the next four years. Bingo. And or her. I'm sorry. I want to support that person. And if if I'm happy for the next four years, guess what? you get my vote. You're if I'm not right. happy, I well, can sorry to vote out. against you. Yeah. And that's what happened the last four years, right? Love it. Right? And you can do that every single four years for president. You can do that every two years for your rep that's local. You can do more local elections, which I I really wish that people did more of that, right? You guys actually went out and did something recently for mm. this uh, this last weekend. Yeah, yeah. My, get
1: out and vote. My wife is an aspiring architect here. Um, she's she's very close to becoming an actual stamp licensed architect. And for that reason... Um, her firm that she works for here in downtown Phoenix is trying to solicit, uh, you know, potential votes uh, yeah. for a bond walk. Yep. So we went out to a local suburb here in Phoenix and we started knocking on doors and we were putting flyers in there to yep. really try to drum up some interest and said, hey, you know, do you want more schooling? Yep. So it, it's fantastic. And that's just the great thing about America. Yeah. Right? You can solicit for votes. You can, you know, you have actually an opposite opinion. Uh, I'm sorry, not an opposite opinion, opposite yeah. experience I had somebody weekend. Just yeah. this weekend, somebody <laughs>
0: solicited my vote, yeah. right, uh, for the opposite side. Yeah. So the beauty is, is that people can go out and say, hey, guess what? I'm going to try to convince you to do X. So and it, I can now decide based on the information I either gather or I get told from, unfortunately, a lot of media resources, yep. which are probably not the best source a lot of times. Because they can misguide you. They can guide you a certain pathway. They can lie to you nowadays, it seems like. So get out,
1: vote, even local elections matter. But you know what's great of that, though? Is now you have the facts of both sides, both pro and con. And now, hopefully, legitimately, your vote gets counted, whatever you decide. Yeah. That's all any party, any person, any proud American should ever want. Yeah. One One vote vote for one legal person. Yes. What is the argument? I, I want to hear it in the comments. I want to yeah. hear it in the DMs. I want to hear it in any way you see fit. I want a legitimate, logical person to come in. I would love. I would love to have a conversation. Hell, we'll we'll have a part two of this to where we invite you on the podcast and really just try to understand a differing point of view because I can't. I can't grasp how after a freaking movie theater, buying a beer, a yeah. cigarette, whatever, checking into a hotel, checking in an airplane. All these are considered normal everyday adult practices, but for whatever reason, if I, I want to ask the same level of identification that those four events that I just named off require, now I'm racist? Now I'm trying to suppress your vote? Am I trying to suppress your entertainment by not allowing you to, to drive a car or to watch a movie? Only white people can drink beer. No, oh come goodness. on Nash. come on. That doesn't make sense. That, that's that's illogical. This there's so many parallels in what's wronger from our COVID episode to this.
0: Yeah. No, I- IDs are just an. It's almost like a way of life as an American. It's a it, way of an, an, it it's a
1: reasonable request for an adult to have an ID.
0: Yeah.
1: Because I'm sorry. Once I saw that 97 percent figure for a smartphone. Or a, no, no, a no. for a cell phone, cell phone. only eighty-five percent of Americans have smartphones. Okay, that's pretty high too. Oh, that's that's unreal high. But once I saw the ninety-seven percent figure, I was like, guys, I can no longer give true, legitimate thought to it's a
0: it's a dollar barrier. You know, it's funny. What's that? Is that eleven percent of Americans? I'm just thinking of the percentage here for smartphones. Eleven percent of Americans do not currently have photo ID. Right? We talked about that earlier. Yep. Um Apparently, most of those individuals are actually in the senior group, which is free, right? Which is free, but I, I'm, I'm, of course, um, I don't know what the right word here. I'm not. This is not factual. I'm kind of thinking about this okay, on the opinionated. On yeah, this? a little yeah. bit of opinion here, but I, I, I using facts. I'm to, imagining yeah. that a more majority of those non-smartphone users are also part of the same group. Oh, that'd be interesting. 65 and older. Right, are probably the people that still have some older phones. Like, you know what? This phone works. I don't need all the bells and whistles. And I'm also the person that doesn't have a photo ID for whatever reason. Like, we know that fact. Like, we know that they're the ones that don't have the photo IDs. But I wonder if the smartphone thing is relevant there.
1: You know what's really interesting? So, you have not had COVID, correct? Uh, That you
0: know of. That I know of.
1: So, as you know, I got it back in December. Yep. One of the main side effects of COVID is uh, you coughed. Sucks. You, oh, cough! You have, you have a nice little cough. Oh yeah. You know what's funny is you need a photo ID to purchase cough syrup.
0: Oh gosh. Is
1: purchasing soft cough syrup is is treating a pandemic racist?
0: You know what? If I need to pick up, <laughs> you any, know what I mean. If I need to pick up any prescription drugs, photo ID, Medicare, Medicaid,
1: government programs, and uh, maybe yes. maybe I didn't make that clear. So I I know I, you're right. Way to catch me. I just said food stamps, but yeah, Medicare, Medicaid. You need so a photo if ID. So I am
0: going to pick up free drugs or, it, or, or, or yeah. discounted yeah. Yeah, drugs yeah, yeah. from my pharmacist, I need a photo ID. If I'm going to pick up... If I'm going to buy drugs, you're right, that need an ID. You know, the, if I'm going to buy spray paint from Home Depot... Oh,
1: shoot. I didn't know about spray paint. Need a photo ID. So that's why I really want to... I know I posed this question earlier. I want...
0: What do you not need a photo ID for?
1: Someone who... I want a logical argument. If you want to positively, I want to stress positively contribute to society, tell me the individual that doesn't have an ID that needs to, that could positively impact society. Just, because you can't drive a car to go get this these cough syrups or these prescriptions or these spray paint because therefore you need an ID legally. So, so that's what really bugs me is these 11% Guys, look, we, we all took a basic stats class. There are outliers, both pro and con. You know, we, we have the the people that are really putting it every day, the Bill Gates, the Jeff Bezos, the Elon Musk of the world. Yeah. And we also have the opposite in the spectrum. Yeah. Now, great, the, the bell curve, unfortunately, 11% that people just don't want to contribute. That's a little you know, high. That's a lot high. I, yeah. I think the, Five. what, the third... The third, not quartile, uh, third standard deviation, I believe what it's at, like, you know, 2.9% or something like that. I mean 3%. 3%, yeah. So
0: 11% is
1: a little high, but But, everyone's going to fall in this bell curve, right?
0: Yeah, I I think that 11 is still high, though, like like I mentioned earlier. I think the 11 is a little high. You
1: know, you said that, and I don't think I really paused enough to really internalize that. So I just want to make sure I understood. So you said 11% don't have access to a photo ID, but then you're saying, I believe you said 12 or 13 states that don't need a photo ID. Bingo. It is an ID, i.e. a piece of mail,
0: a bank statement, et cetera. Well, you know, I don't know about the piece of mail. Okay, okay. uh, Can you elaborate on that a little bit Yeah, so like Arizona, for example, right? We are one of the states that does not require a photo ID. They may have changed the law in the last year. I don't know. But as of the last election, the last national election last year, Trump, Biden, and a bunch of other people, of course- we did not need a photo ID. You needed an ID. This is a government-issued ID. You may be right with stating that you can use a, a financial institution. Those ones are kind of like an under-the-radar type Got it. way. So if you had a birth certificate, doesn't have a photo of you on it. Social security card, doesn't have a photo of you on it. Right? Um, you, If you had a—let's uh, see. I'm sure there's a couple other identification factors. But let's just say you had one of those. You could still vote in Arizona's election you know, there's, there are 13 other states that do not require photo ID. But the funny thing is, is it does not, there's nowhere that I could at least find in the, you know, the three or four pages of Google that I went through, where the 11% was all about photo IDs. How many people don't have an ID, a government issued ID without photo? Because that may be a lot lower. So let's just say that number is 5%. Well, now let's say it's between five and 11. So now it's like six, 7%, maybe seven, 8% of people that can't actually vote based on their ID status. Because in Arizona, I could be a 30,000 year old, uh, 30,000 a year worker, okay, a minority group of some sort and have a voter ID registered from Arizona. Yep. Has my name on it. Has my party on it. Has my year of registration on it. Has a couple other factors on there. I can go down to the voting booth and go vote for Joe Biden or Donald Trump in the last uh, last election cycle, or Kanye. Yeah, or Kanye, <laughs> or somebody else. No, I'm kidding, right? But I don't need a photo ID in Arizona. I don't need a photo and ID in other 12 other states. So the stat that 13 or sorry, to 11 percent of individuals need a photo ID it's not actually relevant Man, in 13 I states I wish I really wish cuz I didn't go down that thought
1: process yes. I didn't really truly dissect each individual word of this problem Yeah is it right to call it a problem I I think it's a problem of thinking of No is it is it thinking or the information that's readily available I
0: That mean, could dude, be true The
1: MLB was celebrated
0: I know from moving it from Atlanta I think that's to a Denver. problem of thinking. I think that's a way a problem of thinking. Like, hey, we're going to fix this problem. But I feel like people X. are
1: intentionally misinforming. So I'm sorry, you can't shift a 51 percent black community to a 9 percent black community and celebrate it by spinning it from some fantastic marketer
0: or media person. The funny thing is, I just don't know if they realized the the impact. On the black, my my black owned businesses and black um, community but on Atlanta, you Georgia. You know, know, I know it's weird. I know you're right, but shame on them for not
1: going the second order. Give me, give me the full story, and this is the I reason know. why we created this freaking podcast in the first place, man. Because yeah. we are actually going through that third and fourth base of Google. Because know, for whatever reason, what's not getting clicked, what's not understanding from the masses is, wow, you just moved it from a 51% black community to a 9% black community. Oh, good on you, MLB.
0: What, why is that celebrated, man? Well, the reason is is they're thinking, oh, well, you know what? We want to penalize the Republican—
1: you penalize with moving into a state with the same damn law? Come I, on, Cody. I, I know. I know. Come on. That that doesn't make any but sense. The first order thinking. I understand that, I but but the first order of thinking should be synonymous with why, why am I going to move it to a state that just implemented the same freaking law yeah. that I move it to the state in? No, no, that no, doesn't make sense. Even
0: better, Colorado's had that law for a lot longer than Illinois. <laughs> One even better.
1: Even better. I know. Or actually, even worse. I know. Even worse. So Georgia is new to this law. Colorado has been implementing this law. Yes. Yes. Come on, man. That,
0: that's where I get angry. No, I'm upset too. I'm upset with that whole thing. There's a lot of states that are uh, that are implementing these laws, and the states that have had these laws in effect for a long period of time are the ones complaining, right? So yeah. this is weird. I think Connecticut or Delaware, which historically is, is a little bit more liberal-leaning, or complaining about these laws like in Texas, voter-right no. type laws. And, and the Texas governor is like, guys, we're just taking your laws and we're literally like copy pasting and like making sure that it fits our needs. Like we're bigger, so we need to have more mileage exactly. between like both yeah. of us. Yeah, yeah, That's it.
1: Like we're taking all. We're taking a page out of your playbook that you've ran for tens, decades, decades. of years. Yeah. Yes.
0: Like like most of these laws and most of these legal actions, I don't think, I don't, I don't know how known this is, but most of the stuff is copy paste. Like, state yeah. to state, like, these are lawyers that are like, hey, I can make more money if I copy that stuff, put it on my paper, yeah, yeah. get paid per hour. So, so it's funny because there's a lot of liberal states, like, come on, guys, Washington State, would anybody in their right mind say Washington State is a conservative stronghold? Absolutely not. Okay, well, guess what? Photo ID when you show up at the photo booth. Crazy. Honestly, Colorado, too, though. Colorado. You need an ID when you show up. Okay, so when you see those states that are doing it, it's not irrational to ask for those things in no, every state. No, no, no. It's not irrational at all. No.
1: Um yeah. It just really irks me how the media, the clickbait yeah. nature of this, you know, Georgia's racist, you know, we're gonna move it to Colorado because traditionally Georgia is a red state, Colorado's traditionally a blue state. Yep. So all of a sudden everyone looks all good. No, no, that that, guys, f red and blue, guys. We're all American, yeah, right. So we we shouldn't just be thinking red and blue. We should be talking about what's best for the country. Yep, regardless of party. How many times do we say this? All I want, I don't care if you vote Democrat or Republican. I truly don't. Yeah. I want your voice heard just as I want mine heard. I would, I would love to have a conversation to where we can have you know a legitimate, not debate, but just a conversation
0: yeah because I understand your point I of think, view. I think I th- get better when I understand your point of view. And one thing we should talk about I mean, as we wrap this up right now, one of the things we should think about is um maybe doing a episode all about how the destination is the same for probably ninety five percent of Americans. Yeah, the destination is the same. The route is different. So if you've ever used Google Maps or Apple Maps or anything like that, how many times have you been like Google Maps or or Apple Maps is? This route will take you five minutes long, longer. <laughs> yep. But guess what? Maybe that five minutes longer is a lot more scenic. Right. Or, hey, this route is five minutes faster. But you're going to jump on a highway and there's a probability of an accident. Yep. Right? So just just think about the destination for most Americans, whether you're me, whether you're Jared, whether you're any of our listeners, the destination is probably the exact same. We all want better things. Success of America. Yeah, yeah. For ourselves. For our family, for our community, for America, for our kids, right, and our kids' kids, we all want the exact same thing. So, you know, like I said, ninety-five percent. There are there are some jokers out there that five percent of you know people probably they just want to, just the want to watch the world die. Exactly, they want to see the world burn. I'm going to say the majority because I am I'm a, not pessimistic, but I'm optimistic. optimistic that we've we, had enough yeah. conversations with enough people of yes. different views. Most people want to see everything go forward. Um, and all will be better for the next generation. So all I'm saying is that if you're listening, think about it. We all want the same thing. We just want to make sure that it's somewhat structured so that we can pass on something And legitimate. Better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Legitimate, it's a good idea, actually. Legitimate. I like that idea. Yeah. 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 Well, let's wrap this thing up. I'm I, right there with you,
1: man. Uh, it's a great podcast. Okay. Listeners, I, I please, I want to challenge you. If there's someone out there that has a logical, legitimate argument, I would love to have a part two to this because I want to get better. Cody wants to get better.
0: yeah. Send it over. Our I way. just
1: could not find it in my research. Screw sending you over. Way. Send me your information. We'll have you on the podcast. I'll oh, put wow. you on speakerphone. I'll invite you to my house. I don't care. I, I want like to know your argument, and I want to get better. I want to better understand this. And, and honestly, that goes for all of our episodes, guys. Yeah. If if we're missing something, if we're missing a key point, if we're missing a fact, if we're if we're misguided in the research that we did, we're not perfect. No. No one is. Nope. Please, I, I highly invite you. I want to challenge you all. Make us better.
0: Yep, make us better. Next time we're talking about automation in the workplace. Oh, interesting. I know. Interesting. So, Considering
1: the shortage right yes, now, I'm really interested so in that one. Huge
0: amount of shortage right now in the workplace. You may, may may or may not have a job right now if you're listening, right? Like some people out there, A lot of people that don't. Right? We can't find workers at the, the place that we work at. Yeah, I know. So huge work shortage. Is it because of automation? Is it because of other uh outside factors? We're going to talk all about it. Love it. I think it's a, I think it's not even a now issue. I think it's a 10, 20, 50, 100-year issue that we need to tackle. So I'm pretty excited about it. Love it. it. Uh, you guys all have a great rest of your day. All right. Thanks, guys. See ya.